to episode 248 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. CWD, how's it going to affect buck management? That's what we're talking about today in this podcast. The reason why we're talking about it is I recently had a conversation with a biologist who it just popped up in his unit. Lucky for him. No, it's horrible. There's nothing you can do. And that's the challenge with CWD is it is popping across multiple units as it spread. When I was talking to them, they don't know where it came from. There is a theory, and they think it's a pretty good theory based upon some of the information they've got, is that a deer, a whitetail, was harvested from out of the state, brought into the state that it's popping in, and that once they were done with the meat and the antlers, they put the carcass illegally into the woods, and now it's been spreading because of that. So you've got a whole lot of issues going on there. What are the management implications for C CWD? None of them bode well for your population. None of them bode well for your mature deer. One of the best ways to reduce the spread, because you can't get rid of it, you can hope it dies out, but one of the best ways to reduce the spread is increase buck harvest. That means dropping your population. If you've got 30 to 35 bucks for every 100 does, that means you have a prime unit, you're getting big deer, you are going to drop that to below 15 bucks for every hundred does you're going to drop that as much as you dare because you still want the males to be able to service the females and go out and do their thing during the rut but you also don't want that many males out there on the landscape infecting others what they find out is that males more than females move from group to group causing that spread. Males are more likely to adventure out. And what they're doing is they are looking for females to go and mate with. And so they are doing the best they can to find and contact as many females as possible. And that's where your spread is happening. So what you're going to go do is reduce that. Another thing that managers are looking to do is reduce concentration sites. Concentrate, concentration site. That sounds terrible. Sites where mule deer, elk, moose concentrate, they're going to reduce those sites. So if you have feed sites, if you're doing winter feeding for mule deer or whitetails or elk, you are going to do away with those because bringing them in close groups like that just spreads. It's spreading from the urine, the feces, the saliva, any other type of bodily fluids, and it's spreading out there. Research has also shown that it can spread from carcasses as well. So if the animal passes away, another animal comes up and sniffs it, and they can spread that way. I did do some research, and currently CWD cannot spread to scavengers. So raccoons, possums, crows, um, coyotes, they're not spreading it. They can't get it. It's staying within that cervid family. So you're... Dealing with those, you're reducing the the hosts or those sites where they're all coming in together. You're reducing the amount of bucks on the landscape. And then you start to target individual areas and you are looking to reduce as many of those individuals as, as possible. So you're looking for animals that are sick, 
you are looking for animals that are acting lethargic and just weird, as well as skinny, and just uh, acting zombie-like. And that is what you do. So you get rid of your buck-to-doe ratios. Uh, in certain situations, they say at least remove 30% of the bucks from the population, but other studies recommend uh, even higher harvest rates of over 50% to really stop that spread. And then shift the timing of your harvest. Uh, you're trying to shift it to when it's post-breeding season because they're looking to target as many animals as possible. Uh, and then in other situations, you have to, are, or you're going to have to start removing some of those females as well. And CWD is clustered. It appears in random groups. It's not like it spreads evenly. It'll pop up here and then these animals die off and then it will move and then it'll pop up here. And so it's very clustered. And so you can do some targeted deer removals. I called the wildlife manager. I asked him if you had CWD pop up in a unit would you go in after you have that multiple, like two deer test positive, could you go in and wipe out a whole population within like a five mile radius? He said that is a strategy that you could use, but one most likely that would never get approved because you are talking about wiping out a whole population of deer in an area. People are uncomfortable with helicopters swooping in and shooting deer and leaving them lay there. Obviously, CWD, you wouldn't leave them laying there because they could still be infecting other animals. But people are uncomfortable with that, and so they would mostly uh, increase harvest in those areas just using the fall harvest. Uh, it is difficult, though, to manage. Uh, you can put together crews and you can start to look at roadkill deer or people can turn in samples. Hey, I saw a deer here that was acting really funny. Uh, wildlife managers can send people in. They can euthanize those animals to take samples. They can do the roadkill. If you have an area that's it's a really hot spot, 50% of your animals or 40% of your animals are, are uh popping with CWD, you can start going in and looking at seeing how many of the roadkill animals or how many of those harvested animals are uh, infected with CWD. But if you have a population that has CWD, it is not going to go well for that population. Management of these units could take 10 years or more before you see an overall reduction in CWD. And a lot of those areas, once they got CWD, they've never been able to clear it out because it's not like it's instantaneous. Sometimes it can sit there for a while and then it spreads. It's proteins and these proteins get into the brain and into the spinal cord and they start to spread and it just causes the animal to go psycho and it takes time. And it's not just deer. It's not just whitetail, it's not just mule deer, but it can affect moose, it can affect elk, and you can have it in all of those populations, and you can have some real issues. So, that's what I got for you guys today. Hope you guys have a great day. Stay wild.